When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. And here we go again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this podcast of the Miller Frost Show. I am your host. Today, I guess I will also be America's most beloved self-loathing homosexual, Miller Frost, here as always with my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Like I told you folks on Sunday's podcast, it was going to be 50-50 for me to even be here today. But hey, we are going to sneak one in and try to get in a very quick podcast. Of course, now I've just cursed myself to an hour, but... So be it. Hey, I am having a lot of fun as we're going through and doing these podcasts. So hope you all are enjoying them. Also, speaking of Sunday's podcast, though, for those of you who did download it either Sunday night, Monday or early Tuesday, we did have and we just found that out. We had some technical issues. Don't ask. It was a long story. And uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. But yeah, it came out really staticky. And so we redid that and reposted it on Tuesday afternoon. So hopefully it sounds significantly better. So if you downloaded it before that and you're like, damn, this thing sounds like crap and it's not even the guy doing the talking, right? So please give it another shot. (laughs) Sorry, these things do happen. I don't know what happened, but hey, hopefully it does not happen again. And one last thing before we jump into things, if you want to get hold of me, my email is miller at millerfrostonline.com and my parlor handle, that is still at millerfrost. Thankfully, parlor has not thrown me off their platform, but hey, I behave myself on parlor these days. Let's go ahead and jump into our news quick hits. And no, I have nothing on Matt. I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Gates, Gats, I don't know. Matt Gats, the Republican that they're throwing under the bus now. I guess he got caught with a, or allegedly caught with an underage girl. And then I guess he likes to hire prostitutes of legal age. And to me, I'm like, hey, I really don't care. What do I always say? I'm pretty libertarian about these things. As long as you're not hurting kids or animals, I don't really give a crap. But uh, I'll tell you what, though, white boy Malcolm X, D.C. is like high school. It is like a ginormous high school. And the Democrats and the mainstream media are like a pack of mean girls. Nancy Pelosi is the queen of the mean girls there in D.C. Until Kamala tosses her ass in the memory unit right next to creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. So jumping into our news quick hits, this first one is from the Post Millennial. Caitlyn Jenner considering a run for California governor. Can you see that, white boy Malcolm X? A Republican transgender as the governor of the state of California. 
And I was in California the last time they did this when they threw out Gray Davis and elected Arnold Schwarzenegger as our governor. If that wasn't a hot mess, this, this will definitely be a train wreck for all ages. And here is a pull quote for that. Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly exploring a run for California governor in the event that current governor Gavin Newsom is recalled. Sources have revealed to Axios that long-term Republican Jenner is working with Carolyn Wren, who has been a GOP fundraiser. The two met when they were both working with the LGBT advocacy group American United Fund. And the only question, White Boy Malcolm X, I would have with this is, would the media go easy on him? I mean, I tell you what, if you are a leftist media person in California, I mean, that has got to be a juicy target beating up on a Republican. I'm sure it is old hat to them. They probably get a little bored with it from time to time. But there you go. You've got another big target right there. But, of course, folks, you can't criticize a transgender for anything. So I don't know what they're going to do going after poor Caitlyn Jenner. She's probably thinking that. She's like, well, if they say a damn word about me, I am just going to call them a bunch of trans folks. And what are they going to do? I'm sure they're probably like, ah, crap, we can't criticize a transgender. You're not allowed to do that. You're going to get in so much trouble. Don't worry about that, media folks in California. If you are listening to this podcast, I have no doubt that the Human Rights Campaign, which of course is my favorite professional gay organization, GLAAD and all the others, will give you a special dispensation to beat up on Caitlyn all day, every day. So don't sweat it out there. <laughs> Transgender or not, you can slap her around. Figuratively speaking, folks, just calm down out there, calm down. I am not advocating violence, and I'm sure Caitlin can punch back. This is from Campus Reform. Students at Tufts successfully organized to get their school's Confucius Institute scrapped. Uh-oh, let's find out more about what's going on at that nutjob campus down just north of Boston. Tufts University students successfully organized to shut down the school's Confucius Institute. Students for a free Tibet, man, they are still on that, held protests to demand that the school shut down its Confucius Institute, which, in the words of the students, represents a shameful collaboration between the university administration and the Chinese Communist Party. Well, let's face it, folks, who isn't in bed with the Chinese Communist Party? And yes, Hunter, I am talking to you and your creepy daddy who likes to sniff women's hair. In solidarity with the Uyghurs, Hong Kongers, Tibetans, and all peoples who have suffered at the hands of the CCP, we will protest each Saturday until our voices are heard, say the students on their Instagram page. Man, White Boy Malcolm X, we really missed out on the golden age of protest when you can just sit on your sofa all day and tweet or post to Instagram your displeasure at social justice causes. But don't worry, folks. Tufts University, they might have closed the Confucius Institute, right? They got rid of that, but yet they are still, still in bed with the Chinese because they are not going to scrap their relationship with Beijing Normal University. <laughs> Speaking of oxymorons, Beijing Normal University, White Boy Malcolm X, that has got to be a fun place. From the New York Post, Paris Deputy Mayor, white people must be quiet when racism discussed. And here are a couple of pull quotes from that. Paris's deputy mayor has come under fire for calling on white people to keep quiet during talks about discrimination, a move some say embraces racist identity politics. 
Audrey Pulvar, a 49-year-old black socialist, said white people who want to attend meetings where people of color are discussing racism should be able to, but they need to keep quiet and be silent spectators, France 24 reported. Is it just me, white by Malcolm X, or is it always a hysterical liberal who runs around complaining about being silent? They're trying to silence me. They're trying to keep me quiet. They're, they don't want me speaking truth to power. I mean, is it, is it usually just liberals that run around flapping their mouth like that, right? Okay, that's what <laughs> they like to gaslight us sometimes. So I'm like, okay, am I, am I missing something there? Because it's usually liberals, folks, that run around complaining. And they usually do it. It's a lot of those folks in Hollywood that do it. Politicians do it as well. But they go around on a media tour. It's like nonstop. They go from uh, news outlet to news outlet to news outlet to news outlet complaining about people trying to silence them. And I'm like, my God, I wish you would just shut up for five minutes. They always talk about these grand conspiracies. They're trying to silence my voice. And for me and my social justice cause, they're trying to silence us. And they yap, 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 yap. They don't ever shut up. And I'm like, man, I wish we were half as successful as you think we are trying to get you to shut up because all you do is run around and complain and yap your mouth for hours and hours and hours about how people want to silence you. And everyone's like, please, please just drop it. Please go to take a nap or something. We're tired of hearing about this. And this has been going on forever. I mean, how many years ago was it that the Dixie Chicks, remember them, White Boy Malcolm X, they were, what? Oh, yes, I'm, I apologize, folks. I hope that was not too triggering. Ooh, geez, I just created a huge mess for myself. Folks, I am, I am really, really super sorry. I did not mean to trigger anyone. They are no longer the Dixie Chicks. They uh, canceled themselves. They are just the chicks now. So if I refer to a woman as a chick, hey, they started it. So they are the, they are no longer the Dixie Chicks. They are the chicks. But back in the day when they were racist and they were the Dixie Chicks, right, they were so butthurt when someone said shut up and sing that they wrote a song and it's called uh, Not Ready to Make Nice. They wrote a whole song about being butthurt about someone telling them to shut up. (laughs) And they went on, I don't know how many shows these chicks went on. And hey, they call themselves chicks. Don't call me a sexist. These chicks went on all these different shows complaining about people trying to silence them. And they had a song about people trying to silence them and how butthurt they were about it. So yes, here we go. We have a French socialist, a capital B black socialist in France, telling white people to shut up. And I guarantee you folks, if you told her to shut her mouth, she would have a hissy fit and she would be on every television station across Europe. She would even come to the U.S. and do a whole media tour here about, they're trying to silence me. I am a French black woman. I am the deputy mayor of Paris and they are trying to silence me. And she'll say that a thousand times. Okay there, Audrey. From CNBC, COVID widened the gender gap. It will now take, (gasps) uh uh-oh, 135 years to close that divide, WEF says. And folks, if you don't know what the WEF is, that is the World Economic Forum. And here's a pull quote from that. The World Economic Forum predicts it will now take 135.6 years to reach gender equality. So all you women out there, if you were hoping for it in your lifetime, no, you are wrong. (laughs) As the pandemic set the world back by a generation, delaying parity by about 36 years. Sadia Zahidi, a managing director at the World Economic Forum, told CNBC that 100 years to global gender parity was already not good enough. And now it is 136 years globally. (laughs) Man, it is good to see that the golden oldies are still being played. Folks, 
I could spend an entire podcast breaking down the myth of the wage gap, but I am not going to do it. I am going to give you a little homework. Just go to Google, open up your computer. Don't worry, this will not trigger any alarms at the NSA. All you need to do is just Google wage gap myth. It'll take you to, and they're not even loony websites. I think the first one that popped up was Time Magazine. I'm like, Time Magazine? Man, they put that in there. (laughs) I figured as leftist as Time Magazine was, that is the first choice, obviously, right? But they put that in their magazine? Damn. So you know it's fake if even Time Magazine is reporting it's fake. So yes, I guess Saida Zahidi needs a job. So she's out there crying foul on gender equality. 135 years. (laughs) Just hang it up. You ain't ever going to catch up, I guess. And especially, especially when folks like Saida need a job (laughs) by shoveling this crap out to people. This is from USA Today. How scammers siphon $36 billion in fraudulent unemployment payments from U.S. (laughs) Oh, who gives a crap? It's just $36 billion. And here are a couple pull quotes there. In a Zoom session with the camera turned off, Mayawa describes how he scoops up U.S. unemployment benefits fattened by COVID-19 relief, an international imposter attack that has contributed to at least $36 billion being siphoned away from out-of-work Americans. Mayawa is an engineering student in, in Nigeria, of course, who estimates he's made about $50,000 since the pandemic began. And you folks get a paltry $1,400 check every six months. (laughs) And this Nigerian is raking in your dough. After compiling a list of real people, he turns to databases of hacked information that charge $2 in cryptocurrency to link that name to a date of birth and social security number. Once we have that information, it's over, Mayawa said. It's easy money. Oh, well, (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to say. It's $36 billion of your taxpayer money, or we just borrowed it from the Chinese. Who gives a crap? It's all just funny money at this point anyway. The question I have, though, White Boy Malcolm X, and this is more rhetorical, so don't even try to answer it. How is Nigeria not the wealthiest country on the planet right now? (laughs) God, Unbelievable. I mean, if they are not scamming us via emails, they are now scamming tens of billions of dollars from us. God. Like I said, though, who gives a crap, right? It's just funny money. I don't have to pay it back. You millennials out there, the ones that keep kvetching about not being able to pay your mortgage and not being able to pay your student loans and not being able to pay for your iced lattes and your avocado toast and your fancy cocktails. Yeah, you kids get to pay for that. (laughs) Sucks to be you, but uh, yeah, oh well. You folks in Nigeria enjoy that money. I tell you what, though. I guarantee you they will not steal from Vladimir Putin or the Russians because the Russians would nuke them. They would go in there, not that I'm advocating for the Russians to nuke the Nigerians so they don't steal any more billions of dollars from us. But hey, you know what? Not a bad idea. Or the Russians would just go hack it and steal it from them. Anyway, someone's got our money and we ain't getting it back. Okay, the news quick hits are over. Man, I tell you what, those were quick, quick hits. So let's go ahead and jump in. I only have eight stories, White Boy Malcolm X. Holy crap, how did I get eight stories? Well, I don't know if we're going to do them all, but we'll see. Our first one is from Queerty, and how is this headline, folks? Ex-gay adult film star slash men's rights activist announces run for office. So another prostitute (laughs) going into politics, it seems. 
a German-born ex-gay adult film star living in Scotland. Good God. <laughs> now that, that is a uh, hot mess right there. But White Boy X, before I dig any deeper, that does remind me, if he is ex-gay, I wonder how our favorite ex-gay here on the Miller Frost Show, I wonder how Milo Yiannopoulos is doing <laughs> with that train wreck conversion therapy and day spa he's got going on in Florida. I wonder if he is officially ex-gay or if he is still dabbling in male fruit. <laughs> he is doing that every couple hundred days. If he has had a relapse and he has had a legs in the air party with him on his back all day long. <laughs> Milo, hang in there. You can do it, girlfriend. But I wonder if this guy went there. But who cares? Let's go ahead and dig in. A German-born ex-gay adult film star living in Scotland says he's turning over a new leaf. They all say that, don't they? He's putting his X-rated past behind him and focusing his attention on local politics. 43-year-old Philip Tanzer began working as a gay adult film star in 2007, performing as Logan McCree. Now that is kind of a crappy porn name, but whatever. He became known for his distinctive tattoos that cover most of his body, including his penis and butt. In 2008, he won a Grabby Award for Best Fetish Video. And folks... The article doesn't say what that video was, and no, I did not look it up. And in 2010, he launched his very own website, loganmccree.tv, which was sort of like a precursor to OnlyFans, of course, where he billed himself as the hottest German porn star around. And White Boy Malcolm X, I, man, I don't know if that is a high bar or a low bar, because on the one hand, German men, let's face it, folks, they can be hot, but... They're German men, right? So they're generally uptight and they have no personality. So I don't know. See, that would not be sexy to me. You could have a very sexy man standing in front of you physically, right? But if he is very dry and he is very German in his thinking, I'm like, ah, that is not sexy anymore to me. So go away there, cute thing. Just keep your mouth closed. But I don't know, folks. I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder on this one. Can you see a German porn star wipe up my face? I will thrust now. I am thrusting. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I am about to ejaculate. Hold on. Let me make my orgasm face. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I apologize if you are from Germany listening to this. Hey, we all have our quirks. Embrace them. Then in 2012, everything changed. Tanzer quit the adult entertainment business, left Germany, and moved to Scotland with his girlfriend. <laughs> bless her heart, after announcing that he no longer considered himself gay, he became a men's rights activist. Now he's launching a political campaign. Not only that, but he's running on an anti-porn platform as a member of the uber-conservative Scottish Family Party. Porn is not a men's problem, the come-in-my-face two-star. <laughs> so there's one of his pornos, folks, tells the Daily Mail. Both boys and girls consume pornography and both suffer under its impact. White boy Malcolm X, girls? Girls look at porn. I, I don't know. I didn't know either. Man, I tell you what, you ladies out there, you are nothing but trouble if you are watching porn. Although, now that I think about it, folks, it could be that it is a person who identifies as a female, right? Because men love porn. And folks, my smoking gun story, folks, and yes, White Boy Malcolm X, obviously gay is at the front, but my smoking gun story, folks, at the back, speaking of porn, yes, men love their porn. But if you are a girl and you love porn, technically you can be a girl with a penis, which makes total sense to me. But otherwise, I'm like, girls watch porn? 
I just can't picture that, but hey, got to do what you got to do. When I was younger, I was not clear what path I would take. I was pushed into identifying myself as something at the age of 32 that I was not. Well, Philip, at least you weren't four. <laughs> like they do with the kids these days. They're like, oh, you think you're a gold today? You think you're a gold today? You think you're a gold today? Oh, okay, here's your princess dress. Let's go ahead and get you on the hormones. <laughs> Guy's 32. He's like, mm, maybe I do like to sleep with men. And I guess he's like, eh, not so much. The Scottish family party best represents my views on life and society. Despite appearing in over a dozen adult films and making a ton of money in the process, good for you, buddy, Tanzer, who is a vocal supporter of Donald Trump, says it never aligned to his values. I had a negative view of the pornographic industry even before I joined it, he says, but I needed the money. So yes, folks, Philip Tanzer is gay for pay. Because one can't be anti-porn and pro-gay at the same time, the Jock Itch star, so yes, folks, there is another one of his pornos, the Jock Itch star says he doesn't believe LGBTQ history should be taught in schools because it promotes LGBT plus lifestyles and pornography on children. He's also against same-sex adoption and banning conversion therapy ban. And how could you ban that stuff? I mean, how is Milo going to get paid, folks? If you ban conversion therapy, how is Milo Yiannopoulos going to run his train wreck conversion therapy in day spa? Asked whether he thinks his X-rated past might hurt his election chances, Tanzer, who now works as a hairdresser. <laughs> okay, girlfriend, you're totally straight. And recently had his Twitter account suspended for making extremist comments. I wonder, White Boy Malcolm X, I wonder if he also called Jake Tapper an hysterical drama queen. Tells the Daily Mail that he doesn't really think so. Everyone in Durness has heard about it, he says but I really try and help in the community as much as I can, and people are very grateful. Well, good for you, Philip Tanzer. And you know what, White by Malcolm X? This does remind me of, I wonder what happened to Aria DeMezzo. And if you folks out there going, Miller, who the heck is Aria DeMezzo? First, you should really listen to my podcast more often. <laughs> I would have told you already. But yeah, Aria DeMezzo, I think it was last year, obviously, ran for sheriff as a Republican. She's a transgender woman, and she ran for... She ran in the Republican primary and won because I guess no one else did. <laughs> and so she ran for sheriff as a Republican, this transgender candidate. I wonder what happened to her. We never bothered to uh, look her up after the fact. But yeah, White Boy X, remind me, we are going to have to do a story on Aria DeMezzo on our next podcast. And Philip, it's okay if you screw up from time to time. <laughs> if Milo can cheat, you can too. This is from the Post Millennial. Portland High School worries that Evergreen Tree mascot is problematic because it could symbolize lynching. So yes, folks, the most banal mascot ever, a tree. And those woke folk out there, I tell you what, they will find racism anywhere. And now they have found it in a tree. And since this is in Portland, I bet nobody is surprised. Portland Public Schools Board of Education delayed adopting a high school's new mascot of an evergreen tree after concerns arose from board members that the tree might have a negative connotation because of his alleged ties to lynching. According to the Portland Tribune, Ida B. Wells Barnett High School in southwest Portland was set to vote on a new mascot last Thursday after a committee deemed their old mascot, the Trojans, <laughs> controversial. 
Yeah, we can't have the Trojans there. And yes, folks, Ida B. Wells Barnett. Wells Barnett is hyphenated. So not only are people with hyphenated names nutty, so are high schools. The committee, which includes students, staff, and community members, proposed the Evergreens be the school's new mascot. When it came time to vote, Director Michelle DePass shared community concerns that the evergreen tree could symbolize lynching and that this suggestion came with a blind spot. I'm wondering if there was any concern with the imagery there. In using a tree as our mascot, DePass asked the renaming and mascot committee. I think everyone comes with blind spots, and I think that might have been a really big blind spot. Yes, Michelle, to a woke folk. But only a woke folk, because only you folks are nutty enough to look at a tree and think lynching. One of the committee members, Martin Osborne, who was also black, defended the evergreen tree as the high school's new mascot and said it represents a tree of life, not a tree of death. And white boy Malcolm X, do you think Martin is sitting there going, oh, Jesus Christmas, why doesn't this woman shut her stupid mouth? She is embarrassing the crap out of me. I kind of wish I was white right now. (laughs) And the last thing people want to be these days is white because they are getting beat up all the time. (laughs) Bless your heart, Martin, for having to deal with her. And folks, I don't really know if he feels that way, but whenever I see leftist queens spouting off about things, I'm like, oh my God. And folks, I wake up every day and I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, thank you so much for making me gay. But there are times where I'm like, damn, I am embarrassed to be gay because you queens won't shut your freaking mouth. Lynching trees typically are not evergreens, added Osborne. (laughs) You know you have gone down the rabbit hole, folks, if you have to argue about the type of trees used in a lynching who later acknowledged that deciduous trees were more commonly used to hang black people in the South, the Portland Tribune reported. However, Osborne's statements failed to sit well with DePass, of course, and the renaming and mascot committee decided to delay the vote until the next board meeting. Lynching is a really difficult topic to talk about, and as a sole black board member, I invite you, beg you, implore you to join me in disrupting the situations, practices that are racist. I can't do this by myself, said to pass. Well, folks, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot. I don't know what to add to that. I mean, with the woke folk, you know you're just going to get a certain level of nutty. I think she is taking it to a whole new level, looking at all trees as kind of lynching pods, just waiting <laughs> waiting for the noose and waiting for the capital B black person to string up to the tree. I guess if that's her way of thinking, who can tease her out of that kind of crazy but I don't know. Folks in Portland, I would just get that woman a chainsaw and let her go to town, chop every damn tree down. You never know. You can't play it too safe out there. I would level Oregon of every single one of its trees. You can't play it too safe. Can you see her, white boy Malcolm X? Can you see her with like, uh, how about a butterfly? Will that make you happy, Michelle? She'll be like, no, you are obviously not woke enough to see how a butterfly could be offensive to a capital B black person such as myself. Of course, a good white liberal will be like, oh, oh, we're so sorry. We did not mean to offend you, woke folk. But could you tell us why a butterfly is offensive to capital B black people? We just want to be woke like you. And of course, she'd be like, well, break that word down. Butter and fly. First off, butter. Who makes butter? Slaves. In the old time antebellum south, slaves were beaten to make the butter. So no, no butter. And then flies. Where do you think flies go? They go on the corpses of black men who have been lynched hanging from the trees I want to chop down in the state of Oregon. So there you go. That is why I do not want Butterfly as the mascot for this high school. And if you folks think I'm crazy for saying something like that, just you wait and see. From Pink News, 
Tennessee Senate passes hateful bill allowing parents to pull kids out of LGBT inclusive education. Uh-oh, let's find out what's going on here. In the state of hate, Tennessee, oh, you cheeky queens at Pink News, don't be too butthurt about it, Senate lawmakers move Monday to let parents and guardians opt their kids out of LGBT-inclusive curriculums. SB 1229 requires local education authorities and public charter schools to alert parents and guardians in advance whether a class will teach about LGBT plus lives. They will be told at least 30 days ahead of the class if teaching materials will include anything about gender identity or sexual orientation, regardless of whether or not the class is part of a sex education program. And a clause that has fueled alarm among advocacy groups, the right for them to excuse their children from any of these classes, and schools can do nothing to stop them. Don't worry, advocacy groups. I'm sure you can go cry to your donors and get them to give you more money over this. The Republican-dominated Senate passed the proposal 24-6. With the bill cleared by the Senate, it must now pass the GOP-controlled House. If enacted, parents and guardians would also be given the option to scrutinize teaching materials and air concerns to educators, counselors, and the school's principal. In other words, folks, they are just unhappy because they cannot indoctrinate your kids at will. At least on this, right? Because I bet that critical race theory is still being pumped into your kids' brains. (laughs) So they might not come home and go, Mommy, Mommy, I think I'm a girl today, right? But they may come home and they probably will come home and say, Mommy, Mommy, you're a racist pig. (laughs) So, hey, you've only won half the battle there. But yeah, that is the only reason they are butthurt about this. They cannot teach your kids about seven different gender choices and eight sexual orientations. Or is that, I don't know if it's a... Eight gender choices and seven sexual orientations. I can't keep up with these folks. But yeah, they're just butthurt about it because they really, 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 really want to indoctrinate your kids on the LGBTQ plus culture and they can't do it anymore. Boo hoo Oh, well. How about teaching math, English, social studies? I don't know. Teaching anything but LGBTQ studies and critical race theory. We're down to two stories, White by Malcolm X. Damn, we are flying through. Like I said, folks, we wanted a short podcast. This is from Campus Reform, and how is this headline? New course will teach UNH students about racism in science. And yes, folks, UNH is the University of New Hampshire. Declaring that science is not necessarily culturally neutral, academics at the University of New Hampshire, and folks, if you need a description of the state of New Hampshire, it is the Alabama of the Northeast, are offering, and that's crap, hold on, to all you folks in Alabama, I'm sorry, that was a cheap shot, (laughs) even for me, and I make fun of people from Alabama, and Florida, and all over the country, Louisiana, Colorado, you name it, I'm sorry, that, I'm just, I apologize, that was rude of me to compare New Hampshire and Alabama, I'm sorry, (laughs) I'll just leave it at that, I'm sorry, 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 anyway, let's pick that back up, at the University of New Hampshire, are offering a new course about anti-racism in STEM. Natural Resources Professor Sarita Frey and graduate student Emily Whalen. And White Boy Malcolm X, quick question for you. Racial demographics of Sarita and Emily. Close, but you are wrong, sir. (laughs) You are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. No, Sarita and Emily are both white women. Now, I know it's... (laughs) Figured, okay, it's 50-50, right? All black, all white, mixed, right? Okay, third, 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 right? 
Two white women wiped by Malcolm X. Two white women, yet again, trashing other white people. But let's pick that back up again. Natural resources professor Sarita Frey and graduate student Emily Whalen are teaching anti-racism in science, promoting an inclusive and equitable STEM community in the spring of 2021 semester. And I wonder, folks, I wonder if Ibram X. Kendi's books are going to be reading in a science class. I can see that easily because they are talking about anti-racism. And I wonder also if Ibram is there going, hmm, I got two white chicks culturally appropriating my shtick. That is just rude. Rude of you, Sarita and Emily. Ibram needs the money. Not really, but Ibram probably thinks he does anyway. The course, a graduate hot topic seminar, will detail the history of racism in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. According to the university's course database, the class will be open to 100 students. Racism in science is like racism in all other aspects of our society. As we, Yes, of course, talk to death. As we say in the course syllabus, science is often viewed as culturally neutral and scientific information is often presented as objective and unbiased, explained Frey in an interview with UNH Today. However, science, like every other human endeavor, is subject to the biases of its practitioners. Frey, who chairs the College of Life Science and Agriculture's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, so folks, a white chick is running that committee, added that all of us in the U.S. were raised with a 400-year history of racism, and thus we all hold biases, implicit or otherwise. Actually, I have to correct you, ma'am. Just white people. (laughs) Only white people hold biases, implicit or otherwise. Everyone else, they are in the clear. As a result, it is difficult for black, indigenous people, and people of color to enter and fully participate in STEM disciplines. As white people, we need to study and understand the history of white people in the U.S. and globally in constructing whiteness and in constructing the political system of race, Whalen said. We need to continually engage in a process of unlearning and learning what our BIPOC activists and experts saying needs to be done. Yes, you got to listen to them at all times, 100%, or you are a racist. Well, you're probably a racist anyway, but do it anyway. National Association of Scholars Director of Research David Randell noticed that the program is a graduate seminar, probably intended mostly for people planning on becoming academics themselves. <laughs> yes, of course, because uh, who else would want to listen to that pablum? Another professor in waiting. <laughs> so you are getting extra brainwashed if you want to teach on a college campus. They're going to make sure that you are getting the woke wherever you go. What to say about this? Hmm. Well, I tell you what, white boy Malcolm X, I am starting to feel bad for the BIPOC. <laughs> I am, yes. <laughs> and if you folks are out there going, Miller, Miller, you should feel bad for the BIPOC folk. They have to deal with white power and white supremacy and white privilege and systemic racism. And yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know, folks. You, you white liberals, sh- shut up, sit down, be quiet. I don't want to hear it anymore. I hear it enough for you. But yes, I actually do feel bad for the BIPOC folks. And you know why? Because whitey is taking all the fun out of picking on whitey, right? <laughs> I mean, that is why the black community has taken over the N-word, right? It took away the power of the N-word, right? So if you've got white people running around trashing other white people, the BIPOC folks going, damn, I want to pick on Whitey today, but Whitey is already picking on themselves. They're just taking all the fun out of this. Those bastards, (laughs) that white privilege, they're taking away my fun to pick on Whitey. Yes, that's why I feel bad for them because it's like the N-word, right? Black people use the N-word all the time. So, you know, it's like, ah, whatever. It's like, it's like the word fag, right? It's like, ah, I don't care. You can call me a fag all day long. You think I'm going to get butthurt about that? 
No. So all the straight people out there are like, man, I want to call that Miller Frost a fag, right? I'm going to be like, ah, I don't care. I've heard that a thousand times before. I am not going to cry in my Cheerios over that. So you got white people now trashing other white people. You got these two dumb white chicks throwing other white people under the bus. And so the BIPOC folk is like, ah, well, I guess I could pick on whitey, but nah, I'll let them do it today. I'll get them another day. And another thing, folks, while I am on this roll, another thing, I don't know what these two white women are doing complaining about systemic racism, right? We all know. And how many articles, folks, have I read on this podcast about how white women are the backbone of racism? <laughs> They're the ones propping it up, right? We had that millennial white woman trashing other white women throughout history. White women had a seat at the table about slavery and about everything else. And it was white women who were pushing their man to be racist, right? So it's white women's fault about all this stuff. And here you got two white women complaining about other white people being racist. I mean, why, folks, why is anyone listening to these two stupid, dopey white women complaining about whitey, right? It's like the town drunk complaining about all the alcoholics in town. You too, bless your hearts. <laughs> folks, that's the only thing I can say at this part. Sarita and Emily, bless your hearts. You will learn, though. You too will definitely learn at some point that... Uh, yeah, all your white groveling is not going to get you out of an attack by the woke folk. They will get you along with the rest of us. And you white liberals out there, oh, I hate white people. White people just suck. I wish you were a different color. Guess what? You are joining us on the re-education camp trains. <laughs> You're going to get yours too. Okay, enough of that stupid racism. <laughs> God. Because folks, I have an amazing smoking gun story and I have been promising you folks and I know you weird millennials hanging out in your parents' basement, eyeing up your sex doll, doing whatever. I know you folks have been waiting for me to talk about pornography. So here you go. Man 22, pop for public's pleasure session. And yes, folks, this is in Florida. <laughs> it's always in Florida. A man arrested for masturbating while parked outside a public supermarket told Florida cops that he opted for the public pleasure session since he did not wish to do it at home because he did not want to get caught, <laughs> according to a criminal complaint. It's called lock the door, buddy. Investigators say that witnesses report. <laughs> Bless your hearts. <laughs> and what have I told you people in Florida, and I have said this many times, you people, and yes, I know that is a trigger for dopey white liberals, but you people, I have warned you multiple times that there is a roaming band of merry perverts in the state of Florida. <laughs> and they have wound up in Target parking lots. No, in fact, I take that back. They were in the Walmart parking lot. They were inside the Target humping stuffed animals, <laughs> raping two stuffed animals, right? You've got this merry band of creepy perverts all over the state of Florida. And you've got to watch yourself because you've got now a couple of people jerking off in parking lots with cars. <laughs> Man, you people need to find a better place to do that. Investigators say that witnesses reported observing Cruz Humes, 22, inside an SUV that was parked outside a Publix in Coral Springs, about five miles from Cruz's apartment in Margate, a city in Broward County. So Cruz is like, man, man, I gotta just bring one out. So I, I can't do it at the house. I can't do it at the house. Where am I gonna go? I'm gonna get my car and I'm gonna drive five miles to the Publix and do it right there in the parking lot. Humes, the witnesses said, had his penis exposed and was masturbating while watching something on his phone around 7 p.m. Monday. White boy Malcolm X, what do you bet he was watching Come In My Face 2 starring German-born ex-gay adult film star Philip Tanzer? <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. You never know, folks. 
But there, there's your pornography. When Coral Springs Police Department detectives subsequently confronted Humes, he was found with his pants and underwear off and his phone open with an adult pornography site visible. And only you millennials and Gen Z would think to uh, watch porn on your phone. <laughs> you do everything else with your phone, you might as well do that too. Cruz reportedly confessed to the public indecency. Well, he did have his dick in his hand. What else is he going to say? Saying he was stressed out and came to the parking lot of the Publix to masturbate. Cruz, who works at the chain supermarket, God, bless your heart, Cruz, added that he did not want to risk getting caught masturbating at home. So he goes to work. Well, I can't jerk off at home, so I might as well go to the office to do it. The complaint does not detail Humes' living arrangements, probably his mother's basement, and she probably took the lock off the door because she knew what he was doing down there, or who might possibly interrupt an onastic endeavor. And for you folks out there in Florida, that means masturbating. Humes, cops noted, said he masturbates in his car two to three times a week. <laughs> Ugh, I don't even want to think what a blue light would find in that car. <laughs> Can only imagine what the resale value is. Nothing. Well, no, I take that back because I'm sure there's some pervert out there. Oh, you jerked off in this car two or three times a week? Oh, 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 I'll give you $10,000 for it. Oh. Humes was charged with two counts of indecent exposure. He is free on bond in advance of a court hearing. On the misdemeanor counts, of course. It's Florida. Of course, jerking off in your car is a misdemeanor. You folks in Florida, for Christmas sake, make that a felony. Make people think twice before before they go and pleasure themselves in a parking lot. And on that note, folks, since I cannot top a man masturbating in his car at work in a Publix grocery store parking lot, again, you folks in Florida, you have a merry band of creepy perverts roaming that state. Be very, very careful. And since I can't top that, we are going to plug pull this Wednesday podcast of the Miller Frost Show. Thank you so much, folks, for stopping by this midweek podcast of the Miller Frost Show. I am your host, Miller Frost. Here, as always, with my fake black friend, White Boy Malcolm X. Remember, if you want to get hold of me, my email is miller at millerfrostonline.com and my parlor handle, still at Miller Frost. Have a great rest of your week, a great start to your weekend, and we will see you back here again next Sunday. Take care. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org heart.